Hello and welcome to the Royal Central podcast from royalcentral.co.uk. I'm Lydia Starbuck, news editor. I am Monique Blocks, the assistant editor. And I'm Brittany Barger, the deputy editor. And as we've reached the month of May, we've got a special podcast looking forward to a very special event because this is the month that we are probably going to meet one of Europe's future monarchs for the first time. Luxembourg's getting a royal baby. Yay! (laughs) Finally! Hooray, hooray. We're all very happy. Me in particular. I've been been watching poor Stephanie's stomach since their wedding back in 2012. And there's the bump. Yeah, finally. (laughs) The hereditary Grand Duke and Grand Duchess of Luxembourg expecting their first child, second in line to the throne from birth, but in time expected to become a future ruler. So it is a pretty big event. Very, very big. And if it's a girl, obviously, it'll be a future Grand Duchess after a couple of grand dukes so um and it'll be nice to see would be nice to see a another woman on the throne there's going to be so many females of that generation it'll be it'd be nice to really see just the women reigning but yeah. if it's a boy that'll be lovely too george will have some someone to lean on he won't yeah. be the only boy <laughs> george and christian they'll be like a very select a very select band of male rulers amongst that whole sea of female rulers that Europe is anticipating as the generations change. Because this is, it is a big event for Luxembourg. I know all old babies are exciting and we all enjoy the anticipation and all the news, but there's something extra special, isn't there, about the birth of an heir and a future monarch? Because one thing about being royal is everyone knows your name and there's a level of fame attached to it. But the royal babies who grow up into monarchs are the ones whose names really go into the history books. What kind of name will it be? <laughs> I know I that's know, a big yeah, I know you have a preference. <laughs> We've all got loads of lists of names, haven't we? Yeah. It is. It has been a really it's been a really highly anticipated pregnancy right across Europe because Guillaume and Stephanie got married in October of twenty twelve. He was the last heir to the throne to marry within that generation and then everyone's been waiting for baby news and we'd kind of got to the stage where we didn't know whether they were going to have children whether they wanted to have children there was just this kind of anticipation everyone was going well does she look a little bit expectant oh no yeah but then we got the happy news at the end of 2019 and it's given people lots to look forward to yeah I guess it must have been difficult for her to see all the uh speculation but it kind of comes with the territory, I guess, but uh, it, it doesn't help. If if they were having problems, it can't have helped to see all the speculation. And uh, and they had said, too, that they wanted to spend some time as just a couple, married mm. couple, before they had children. So maybe it was their plan all along to wait this long yeah. to really, you know, spend some good time together and before becoming parents. I'm not yeah. a parent, but Lydia, you are, and um, it's no easy feat, I know, from what my <laughs> siblings have said. It, you know, it takes a lot, so maybe they just wanted to really be prepared and, and enjoy some time together before before that duty called. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, because like you say, it is very, very hard work, and nothing can really prepare you for how, for how much hard work it really is. <laughs> but yes, I think, especially as they were in their 30s when they got married, there's probably a realisation, isn't there, that this is going to be a huge event for you. So you want to make the most of the time before that. But the moment has arrived and baby will be here. Um, and as you said, girl or boy, they're <laughs> second in line to the throne, but yep. girl or boy, 
that's the position they'll retain. They'll only ever go as low as second in the line of succession because of the way that Luxembourg succession laws work. Brothers can't overtake a sister if we get a baby girl this month. Yeah. It hasn't really been that long. I was looking it up and I think they've only changed their laws in 2011. Before that, they had the same system as the UK previously had. So if she... If there was a younger brother, they would lose their, the girl would lose their position. So it is, yes. A girl in particular would be a very historic event because Luxembourg has had two grand duchesses Mm -hmm. within, I suppose, almost living memory. There might well be people alive that remember Mary Adelaide, who was Mm. the tragic grand duchess at the end of World War One, whose reign disintegrated and she had to abdicate, Mm -hmm. didn't she? But quite a few people will remember Grand Duchess Charlotte, who Mm. For several decades um, and yeah. abdicated in 1964 but they only got the job because there were no brothers yeah to take it yeah. from them whereas yeah. a girl this time round would automatically yeah. yeah yeah well actually the entirety of Luxembourg's story is kind of similar because they only became a separate country because King William III of the Netherlands had no surviving sons and he did have a daughter who inherited the Netherlands, Queen Wilhelmina, but there was a, a family pact that said if his male line died out, that uh, Luxembourg would go to the nearest male relative, and that was uh, Adolf of Nassau, Duke of Nassau. So, and then his uh, his his son was William, and then William had no sons. So that's when the laws changed for Marie Adelaide. From Grand Duchess Charlotte on, I think. Um... She was very beloved, so hopefully if this is, if this baby's a girl, she will be just as beloved as Charlotte. Um, but if it's a boy, hopefully he follows in the footsteps of Grand Duke Jean or his grandfather Henri. So I'm just hoping that if it's a boy, they won't name him Guillaume because that name is just impossible to pronounce. It is. Unless yeah. you are French, it is impossible. Yeah. Because I say it differently. Every time I, I say his name, yeah. Yom, Yom, Yom. it is very, very hard for non-French speakers to get their, get their heads around. Of course, it's William. It's the French version yeah. of William. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, let's take a pass on Guillaume and move to something different. Should we talk yeah. about names? Because we're really excited about what they might call the baby. And yeah. I, I'm coming around to Brittany's suggestion for a grand duchess. She's been... She's been mooting this ever since we found out about the pregnancy, but I like the idea that you have, Brittany, for what they might call a little girl. Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be for, uh, in in memory of Stephanie's mother, who died uh, just a few months before for her wedding. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be an absolutely wonderful, wonderful tribute and way to honor the mother that didn't get to see her get married or won't get to hold her grandchild. So... Um, but yeah, if it's Alex and maybe Charlotte to honor the last Grand Duchess, I think that would be great. And Grand Duchess Alex of Luxembourg's got quite a ring about it. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound nice. Yeah, yeah. And if and if it's a boy, her uh, Stephanie's father recently, not too long ago, at least passed away, and his name was Philippe. So I, I think we could imagine that might be a middle name or something somewhere. Yeah, and I think it's hard to see past them using Jean somewhere in mm-hmm. a boy's name maybe not necessarily his first name but um grand duke jean passed away a year ago didn't he mm-hmm. this april so i i i can't see them not using jean for a boy at some right. point in the yeah. collection 
names. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And That's maybe right. even Henry or Henri in French, as they yeah. say. <laughs> yes, Henri and Philippe, the dad's names, and then, yeah, Jean in there somewhere. So a boy might well end up with a slightly more traditional name than a girl. And that's usually true, isn't it? Because the female heirs we've got across Europe have all got quite striking names, mm. whereas the boys are the names that you expect. So in the UK, we all expected the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge to call their son George, and they did. I'm still not over the fact they didn't use a Norman name, but that's just me. I just need to go and get a hobby or something. Um, but in Denmark, we all knew that if Mary and Frederick had a son, he would be Christian because it goes turnabout. So the boys tend to end up with very traditional names, whereas the girls have got some more exciting names. We're going to have some very unusual names for queens in years like, to come. Like Estelle in Sweden. Oh, I love um, Estelle. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. It's yeah. nice. You've got, obviously, in Belgium, Elizabeth's very traditional. You've got Leonor in Spain. Yeah, that was a big surprise when they picked Leonor. I think everyone thought if they had a daughter, they'd call her Sophia after Felipe's mom because he's so close to her. And obviously, they mm. used that for their second daughter. But right. yeah, Leonor was a bit of a surprise when she arrived. And then when it comes to the Netherlands, Monique, will um, yep. will she go by Amalia? Or? Well, they call her Amalia, so perhaps. But... Um... Amalia is is a, is a name used before in the in the Dutch royal family, but Katharina was a bit, or Catherine, or whatever you say in English, is is less traditional. So I, I think she'll go by Amalia. And that seems a little less traditional, at least for the in- English. You don't really hear of Queen Amalia or, or no, whatever. Yeah. But if you think about it, had Stephanie and Guillaume not had a child, the future Grand Duchess was going to be. Mm. Amalia and Luxembourg so yeah. there could have been two Amalia. <laughs> a new tradition <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Amalia is probably a name we can discount because she's got a baby cousin or a young cousin called Amalia hasn't she yeah. so if I'm saying she I'm presuming that this baby is a girl it's probably going to be a boy now so we've sorted out the gender <laughs> oh, I want to be a girl <laughs> I, want to be a girl. They, I we think we can yeah, I think we can rule out any of the first names that's already been used by the grandchildren. So Noah, Gabriel, Liam, or Amalia. I think those three will, or those four will not be used as first names. And I have a feeling we'll probably get something fairly traditional. So I'm hoping for Alex for a girl, but I think for a boy it'll definitely be something traditional. Guillaume and Stephanie don't, they don't strike me as having a wild card up their sleeves. So then I probably would have said that about Victoria and Daniel and Estelle surprised absolutely everyone. (laughs) But it was actually um, in honor of the American Estelle that married Count Bernadette. So they were... There is a family link. There's a family link, yeah, Mm -hmm. that came. It was just very odd for a future queen there in Sweden. But in Norway, we'll also have Ingrid Alexandra or Ingrid, however she chooses to... Yeah, go by. She just goes by Ingrid. It'll be pretty normal. Yeah. But yes, the two names together is quite striking, isn't it? It's a first baby. So if the due date's the end of May, it could well be June. We might have five or six weeks to wait, but we're oh, no. we're <laughs> confidently expecting sometime in May and we yeah. will be second in line to the throne. Other details we'll probably get as they arrive. We expect it to be a hospital birth, but the couple are currently living in Grand Duke Jean's former home, aren't they? They've got a castle all to themselves. Yeah. I think it could be assumed that the baby will be born um, in Luxembourg City in the Grand Duchess Charlotte Maternity Hospital, where Guillaume was born himself. Um, that that would be my assumption of 
where the baby will be born. Um, and then we'll get some photos released a day, a few days afterwards, and then a christening a few months later. They're Catholic, so it'll be a Roman Catholic christening. Um, little Liam, Prince Liam was actually christened. Was he the one christened at the Vatican? So who knows? Maybe that would be an option, but considering mm. this is the heir... I think they'll be they'll be uh, Christmas. Lots of celebrations at home. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It was Prince Liam christened at the Vatican. Look at that, Brittany's powers of recall. But yeah, you'd expect yeah you expect the the future monarch to be christened in Luxembourg itself. And obviously, at the moment, the country like a lot of other places has got coronavirus restrictions in place. So the chances are that when the baby's born, close family won't be able to see her or him straight away but we all hope better days are coming and um, by the autumn when we would expect a christening those restrictions have been lifted so it will be a moment of celebration hopefully for the whole family and a good way yeah. to to kind of have a kind of a royal show if you like because we won't see the national day celebrations probably this year in Luxembourg will we in the octave where we often see the family that's been cancelled so a local christening might help and the Luxembourg royal family has been good about um, having members of the family, aunts and uncles, being godparents. So, you know, we may see one of one of them be a godparent. Um, Probably I don't think this Alexandra. Do you think Guillaume's sister? Quite possibly. I know she's the um, god godmother of Princess Amalia. And then Prince Sebastian is the godfather for Liam. And so I want to say with prince gabriel and prince noah they have royal godparents as well (laughs) but yes we'll expect royal godparents probably locally you know local you know as in from the luxembourg family maybe from their slightly wider family we're not gonna it's not gonna be like a scandinavian christening where we're we're shipping royals in from across europe you know it's gonna Mm. be probably relative it would Uh, be nice if they did king william alexander if only for the nassau collection (laughs) right right connection and i suppose princess amalia is of an age now where she is old enough to start Mm. taking on the responsibility of godparents so there is a possibility that that kind of slightly wider family that they are very closely connected aren't they and of course the belgian royal family has a close link because of grand duke henry son of um josephine charlotte of belgium so we could see maybe elizabeth or amalia or yeah will be fun actually prince noah his godfather um is guillaume oh Mm. And then uh, Prince Gabriel is Princess Alexandra. So I think there's a good good chance it's going to be a family member. Yeah, yeah. Alexandra's a shoe in, isn't she? She's probably got the hat already. If they don't ask, there's going to be all kinds of ructions. There'll be, you know. <laughs> She's the Victoria of Luxembourg. She has had this one in the diary since November when they told her. She's ready. Okay. Next godchild. Okay. <laughs> She's already bought the silver spoon. <laughs> or whatever Luxembourg traditional christening gifts are. We do silver spoons and egg cups here. What we did in the Georgian age, I'm showing my, showing my age now. <laughs> and what's interesting, too, when we go back to the name thing, um, the belief is that the middle names are saints that look over the child. So however okay. many middle names. I know that's... Um, yeah, Grand like, Duke Joel had about 19, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And Prince Gabriel and Noah, they have several, and that's why, because it's the saints that look over them, um, to watch over them and things. So the, the new baby, baby, I said that really country, um, could, <laughs> <laughs> could have several several middle names. 
And I am from fun. Tennessee, okay? The accent comes out sometimes. <laughs> that's okay. We like it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's lots to look forward to. And, of course, we'll have full coverage on rollcentral.co.uk. And I expect, shall we do a podcast or 12 on it? <laughs> I'll, just be, I'll just be dialing. I'll be ringing yeah. Brittany and Mo. Come on! <laughs> It'll be 3 a.m. Wake up, huh? What? <laughs> but we will have lots of coverage on uh, this latest royal baby in Europe on royalcentral.co.uk because we keep saying it's, it is lovely and obviously the most important thing is that mum is fine and baby's fine and dad doesn't faint too often during the whole process of childbirth but he'll just have to get <laughs> on with that but it is a future ruler it is a moment of history as well isn't it because this little baby that we're all going to ooh and ah after over in 50 or 60 years time will be in charge of one of the wealthiest countries on the continent exactly and the world needs some happy news right now so birth is birth is a great thing to bring bring up the spirits and get our minds off of what's what's going on across the globe yeah it will it'll be a very special time for them and for everyone else to enjoy from afar and we will have lots of coverage and another podcast for you very soon but for now thank you for listening and bye-bye thank you bye thank you bye